Hello and welcome to day 14 of the 10 minute snippets I'm bringing you across December as a bit of a Christmas treat and we're getting very close to Christmas now so um, I have an interview with Josh and Sarah who run an outdoors related vegan blog enjoy the next 10 minutes yeah well I've got to say it, it works because it really does come across that way and it comes across as something that's really readable really easy to take in uh, and for like I say, idiots like me, it's, uh, it was it was easy to read and interesting. To be honest with you, I spent a long time on the blog, and from there I I went onto your YouTube channel, and then I realised how much you're sort of incorporating that with an outdoors way of life. Uh, which the well, the first video I looked at was you guys moving to the Lake District in what looked like pretty arduous conditions. So yeah. how did your journey move from? Uh, partying at university to move into a out in the sticks cottage in the lake district where did, where did that all come about i i guess it is all like really connected in that we so when we when we tried to make a bigger effort to cut down our carbon footprint we stopped well we we haven't flown for the last seven odd years just to as a you know a way of helping cut down our footprint and since then we've always cycled we've always loved cycling but it's always because neither of us drive and now that we don't fly it really means that we just we use the bikes for everything basically but that then became our not just a way of getting around but our way of you know adventuring and and traveling so from there that's when we had well so the first thing we did we did a challenge cycling the the uk three peaks by bike um so we climbed the, the you know Wales, um, England, Scotland, and cycled in between and raised raised money for charity. And after doing that, we're like, oh wow, this is we could actually do this. You know, this is a really feasible thing. We love, you know, strapping our life to our bikes. So we decided to cycle around the world. <laughs> That's yeah, the plan. That was uh, the next thing. So after stopping flying, we're like, well, <laughs> we we still want to be able to travel. We yeah. still want to see the world because that's the. I think for both of us, that's pretty much the the big driving forces we've just got this itch to to travel and experience things overseas so we head off to we spent about a year and a half preparing sold everything and setting up set off to cycle around the world and then we got a thousand miles in and then covid happened so then we came and we were in the french alps so we came back to the uk with that and then we spent the next two years living in skipton in north yorkshire and then after those two years, after things had kind of settled down with COVID, we sold everything again, moved out of the house. Packed our bikes, ready to leave. To set off around, you know, to just pr- pretty much life on the bikes to go off, to. <laughs> go off around the world. And then literally the month before that happened, this medical thing popped up. And now we now we have to wait in the UK for this medical thing to be um, to be finished. And with uh, COVID backlogs and NHS issues there, uh, it's a huge, big backlog. So so we were ready to leave, but with having to stay here, we thought we need somewhere that's a bit of an adventure base, somewhere close to the outdoors. And it was difficult to find somewhere at the time, sort of. I mean, I think still now renting places is really difficult, but we found this little place that's in the middle of nowhere. D- difficult without a car, but in the middle of the hills, and we thought, this is perfect. So Yeah, and now we're just keeping open-minded, and we... We leave when we can, mm-hmm. but there's we're just keeping 
there's a lot to keep us occupied until then, <laughs> until <Yes>. then. <laughs> and then the plan is to set off on this trip again the temp three sort of when all the <laughs> medical business is out of the way so they say third time lucky so we hope so <laughs> Blimey. I mean, it sounds like a, an adventure just getting there. I mean, it's it, it, it did make me laugh the video where you uh, you sort of you I think you announced that you were going to be moving or something. I can't remember exactly the ins and outs of the videos, but you were talking about the housing market and you get these little snippets, don't you, of sort of COVID and post COVID times mm. that you just sort of think, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember the housing market being like that. Yeah. And you two trying to find somewhere and like, in the morning something would come up and by the afternoon it was gone. Uh, so you've done a good job finding somewhere you've touched on your um your your uh challenges already which was sort of going to be my next question so you sort of you've preempted it nicely so you moved to the lake district obviously the the like the uh the outdoors being a fairly big part of your life day to day but you also do these epic challenges uh which are fascinating really you mentioned the Three Peaks one, but you've also done uh, one going to all the UK national parks as well, haven't you? Can you tell us a bit about that one as well? So, so that was when we, we got back from, with COVID, we were pretty bummed about, you know, we we're absolutely loving this long cycle journey and we've always, always been in a, trying to break away from the UK and we were just felt pretty gutted that we were back in the UK. I'd particularly always felt a bit pessimistic about the UK and not really appreciated it very much. And we didn't didn't want to have that because, you know, at the start of COVID, we didn't know how long we were going to be in the UK for. So we wanted to do a trip that would tie in the best of, you know, that kind of UK natural highlights and also raise money for charity. And we decided, yeah, to try and... It was a 2,000-mile route to all the UK national parks and it was by far one of the hardest things we've done but also one of the the best things we've done because i now mm-hmm. have so much more appreciation and a real love for the uk and now we're here have been here longer than we thought and i'm obviously i want to i want to get away but i'm very happy about being here and exploring in the meantime which is mm-hmm. just good but it was bloody hard though it was yeah. really really hard it was tough but we thought it was also a great way to kind of showcase these natural places as well and how accessible they are in the uk because we're quite fortunate that they're quite easy to get to in terms of public transport driving and cycling we sort of proved so we hoped that i think especially during covid times we all sort of really appreciated those outdoor spaces so we really wanted to sort of do something that would encompass all of those places and raise money for charity to protect these places because it's in the uk no matter where you live you're never really more than an hour maybe from a national park and we're really lucky for that and obviously the the state of our national parks is a different uh you know i guess it's a different thing but we're we're very lucky to have that and i think we wanted to show how accessible they were and that they're all you know all just to cycle away if you wanted to but then obviously we particularly back then had a habit of just we really tried to make everything hard so i thought oh well like a month has got a good ring to it let's see if we can cycle 2000 miles in a month and which meant would mean cycling 60 to 70 miles every single day and i think cycling that distance is is not too bad if you're doing it supported or you've got you know like a support team or mm-hmm. but to to do that every single day 
but then also like picking up all of your food, finding the places to camp, all of because we we camped the whole time as well and yeah cooked everything ourselves. I think that added an element of difficulty. Yeah, so it's all maybe like sixteen. Well, every day was maybe twelve hours on the move, and then you had three hours like at the beginning and end of each day cooking and packing up tent and kind of mm, loading up the bikes and um yeah it was it was a crazy experience it was a whirlwind <laughs> yeah something that a lot of people hark back to but then when you, we sort of spread our wings further and further abroad didn't we and then people always hark back to actually do you know what there's a lot of beauty on our doorstep in the uk i think yeah. it was ray mears who said despite all the traveling that he's done across the world his favourite part that he'd ever gone to in the world is the Highlands of Scotland. Yeah. He's sort of I think someone who loves the outdoors as much as him and has travelled the world as much as him. And the Highlands of Scotland, which is pretty much on all of our doorstep, despite yeah. the fact it might be six, seven hours drive away from, from me in near Manchester, it's pretty much on your doorstep. And you've got these amazing, beautiful places that you just don't appreciate. Yeah. So when you did that journey, you yourself self-supported and you're cooking and camping. So logistically, how did that work? Were you sort of while camping or were you on sites? And if you were while camping, did you sort of come across any difficulties in the UK doing that? So we mostly wild camped. There were a few nights at campsites. We, before the trip, sort of decided we'd just do whatever was easiest at the end of the day. <laughs> Once our miles were up for the day, we'd just pitch wherever was easiest because we would quite, be quite tired. I don't think we really did have any issues with wild camping. I think no. we've wild camped now for quite a few years i think we've well yeah like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of years. so i think we've become uh, just a bit savvy <laughs> with picking a good spot and know exactly what to look for and how not to tread on people's toes too much so it seems like we we did okay sort of picking spots we have in over the years wild camping had not big issues but some things in the past where we've yeah it's not gone so smoothly but on this trip fortunately yeah there were there were a few dodgy places where I think it's just you know when you're bigger like closer to bigger uh, like developed areas because like normally if you if you're on like a week long cycle trip you'd think oh well we'll just cycle another five or ten miles out of this developed area but if you've already done sixty odd miles and you have to do the same tomorrow doing another ten miles really you know that's, that's it doesn't sound like much but it feels uh, like yeah, it. it feels like it so we were just i think because the, the whole of the summer before that we had just been training like that and and got used to just sleeping in the you know the closest place we could find so like behind bus stops and in just kind of like small fields behind motorways and um so there was some dodgy place like dodgy areas that didn't feel too safe yeah but no, but there was no no actual issues or anything like that. Yeah. But we ha- we have been we've been kicked off places not on that trip. Yeah. But we've been kicked off places a few times, but um, I think on the whole we've been quite lucky. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for listening to this uh, minisode, we shall call it. Uh, just a shorter version of the full episode that was released earlier in the year. If you like what you hear, then all of the episodes are still available. Go back on your chosen app and scroll through and dig and delve into the world of the Outdoors Adventure podcast and listen to any of the full episodes that you like the sound of. Thank you for listening, not just to this episode, for the, but for the entire year. It's been an absolute pleasure doing this podcast, and I hope you're enjoying the shorter episodes this month. 
I would love it if you would rate or review the podcast on your chosen app too. It does wonders to spread the word of the podcast and get it a bit more well-known and a bit of a wider listener base. See you next time.